Hey podcast, I know for a fact that my listeners are the smartest, hardest working, best looking, yes that's you I'm talking about, you fan bastard, most inquisitive and deep thinking peeps in the whole of podcast land. And how do I know that? I know that because that's what I think about myself. And I know that all my peeps are just like me. <laughs> I'm only pulling your leg, I'm only fooling about. Look, we're going to do something a little bit different today in episode 34 of the Speed Mentor podcast with me Gavin Wall, serial entrepreneur. Belfast's most loved and most hated mentor, loved by my clients and hated by the competition. Well, there is no competition, to be honest. And today, we're going to delve into the deep and distant past as we look to the annals of history for some inspiration for our own entrepreneurial journeys and maybe learn a little bit too into the bargain from none other than Columbus. Now, I don't know if this will work, but if it does, I might do a few more like this as there's plenty to learn from some of the success stories um, from our historical figures who've been pioneers and achieved so much in the past. I just want to be clear, and I just want to clear something up before we get started. This episode is not about Colombo. You know, the beige-coated guy smoking a big fat cigar um, who's the blue-collar detective. No, it's about Christopher Columbus, the extraordinaire um, explorer. Anyway, back to business. No truly successful endeavour can ever be done without planning. No success can be achieved without licking the bowl of somebody else's knowledge. No mission, no entrepreneurial journey, no successful explorers ever said to themselves, do you know what, I'm going to set out on a journey of discovery and I'm not going to review the maps or the charts or the previous explorers, uh, cartographers. I just ignore all of that knowledge and go it alone. No, that's never happened. Those are some of the lessons we can learn from the great explorers such as Christopher Columbus, who discovered America in 1492. Now, I know some of the pedants out there will be muttering that the Vikings were there first and that there were also indigenous people there. But this is my story. If you want to do your own fucking podcast and talk about the uh, uh, Vikings that were there before that, do it yourself. For me, Christopher Columbus founded America. Now, Columbus, you see, went to sea at a young age. He travelled widely, as far north as the British Isles and possibly Iceland, and it's thought he even made his way to Ireland, to Galway, in 1477. Now, there had to be an Irish influence in this story about America. At least this one was probably more successful than the other one. You know it, the Titanic connection, which sank on its way to America in 1912. Now, Columbus also travelled as far south as Ghana and Africa in his formative seafaring years. Though largely self-educated, he was ambitious. Columbus learnt Latin, Portuguese, Castilian on top of his own native dialect from Italy. He read widely about astronomy, geography and history, including the works of uh, Claudius Ptolemy and the travels of Marcus Polo and Pliny's natural history. So he taught himself all of that stuff despite not having a formal education. Columbus and his brother knew great riches were to be had in China and East Asia. However, travelling overland by the Silk Road was dangerous and a sea route around Africa uh, seemed much too long. Columbus thought he could sail straight to China by crossing the Atlantic Ocean. Now, in 1485, Columbus presented his plans to the King of Portugal. He requested the king provide three sturdy ships and grant Columbus one year to sail out into the Atlantic, search for a western route to the Orient and return. 
Columbus also proposed he be granted the grand title of Great Admiral of the Sea. Or sorry, Great Admiral of the Ocean, I think it was. Quite like the sound of that myself. And be appointed governor of all the lands he discovered and be given one-tenth of all the revenue from those lands. As you listen to this, you'll realise very quickly that Columbus wasn't just the explorer that we're all led to believe that he was. He was undoubtedly also a buccaneering entrepreneur who was an early exponent of marrying vocation with vacation as he chased down his fortune on his travels. But like my mentor Rob Moore would say, uh, vocation and vacation. Now the king wasn't sure of Columbus's plans, so he submitted them to his court, who rejected them. They believed, and quite rightly as it turned out, that Columbus had miscalculated the distance to the eastern seaboard of Asia. And they were in fact totally correct. Um, the piece of that none of them had reckoned on was that the Americas was slap bang in the middle of that journey. However, Columbus was resilient and he never gave up. He didn't take no for an answer. And after seeking others out to support his plan, he tracked across Europe from Italy to France to Britain and back across the Iberian Peninsula, never giving up, pursuing doggedly for seven years. He pursued somebody to back his plan until the, the Portuguese and Spanish monarchs, uh, Ferdinand II of Aragon and Isabel I of Castile, who had married to unite their kingdoms on the Iberian Peninsula, ultimately agreed to give him uh, financial support. Now, they didn't actually even believe in his plan, but to keep Columbus from taking his ideas elsewhere and perhaps to keep their options open, the Catholic monarchs gave him an annual allowance of 12,000 maravedi and in 1489 furnished him with a letter ordering all cities and towns under their domain to provide him free food and lodging on his travels. Now, ultimately, he made his way to the Canary Islands in 1492 and set sail for what he thought were the West Indies. But even with all the knowledge behind him, the plan that he'd formulated, the languages he'd learned, his geographical research, his goals of profiting from the lucrative space trade in, in Asia, he still got his destination wrong, ending up in the totally wrong place, discovering the Americas rather than the East Indies. Now, the first of his four major expeditions Columbus made to America, this was the first of his four he made in his lifetime. After making his discovery, the first time Columbus was eager to return home to Spain, and claim his riches that he had negotiated. Upon returning home, Columbus was treated like a hero. He presented some of the things he found, including turkeys, pineapples, and some natives that he'd captured. The king of Spain was pleased enough to fund the three f uh, future expeditions. Now, Columbus would make those three further voyages, um, and he'd explore the Caribbean and mainland America. Now, Columbus died on May the 20th, 1506. He died thinking... He had discovered a shortcut to Asia across the Atlantic Ocean. He never knew what an amazing discovery he had actually made. So what can we learn from Columbus as entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs to help us in our daily lives? Now, number one, I've got about 10 of these to go through. Number one, he developed a plan, a very detailed plan, albeit the ultimate destination was wrong, but he still had a detailed plan. Number two, he was resilient. Columbus never gave up. He pitched the plan for seven years to every royal house who would listen across Europe. Now, how many of us would give up after pitching after seven months? 
or seven weeks or maybe even seven days after we'd pitched to a couple of banks on our local high street or town centre. Seven years he didn't give up for. Number three, he thought deeply about what resources he would need in terms of ship and men and provisions. He did a detailed plan of that. Now, have you done that for your business? Number four, you've got to share your plan and be confident that your execution will be better than anybody else's. If you're afraid that your execution won't be the best, you'll be afraid to share the details of your plan to others, which you'll need to do to get the finance and to get the people to come on board with you. So Columbus knew that his execution was going to be the greatest, so he wasn't afraid to sell his plan right throughout the length and breadth of Europe. Just think, somebody else could have taken that plan during that time that he was pitching it if he wasn't so confident that his execution was going to be great. So your execution must be brilliant. Think about your leadership skills. Now, if you're launching or you're already running a business, are you a natural leader or a buccaneer? Maybe you're not, but you can educate yourself to be better, to be a better leader or and or you can supplement your team with other leaders who can help you. Now, Columbus did this with his own team, bringing his trusted brother Bartholomew along with him on the journey. And Bartholomew was a massive help to him on this gargantuan journey. Number six, who can help you? What financial backers do you need? What people do you need to sign up? Who can help you with your plans? Who can you outsource some of your... Now, if Columbus had outsourced or listened to some other people, perhaps maybe he wouldn't have set out, but... He might have actually had a better plan about the distances involved, but he did get other people involved. Now, who are you going to get involved on your journey? Number seven, keep refining and developing your plan. Your original idea or plan may not be your final one, but you must, in the first instance, develop a plan. Now, Columbus, he tweaked and altered his plan during the seven years, and interestingly, it wasn't even the belief that he was right that won him the backing. It was the fear of the king and queen that someone else might back him that actually swung it for him. Now, this is often the reason that you'll get financial support in any startup. I've learned this in the venture capital world, where it's sometimes concerned that they will be the fifth beetle or the guy who didn't back or pull his money out of Apple, whoever that guy was. And um, it'll be fear that somebody else will back it will sometimes get you the financial support you need. Number eight, don't panic if you've prepared a plan and you don't end up exactly where you expected. Columbus ended up in a totally different continent and in fact he was totally oblivious to it in his, his entire life. Be, but be ready to pivot if your plan doesn't lead you to the exact direction that you thought it would. Simply embrace the alternative direction if that's what's the thing to do at the time and double down and keep going. Now number nine, self-belief through self-education. Columbus fostered great belief in himself. I feel he did so because he's self-educated and he was so well-read. Now this great belief in himself enabled him to bring others with him. He had an unshakable belief, in fact, to such an extent that even when all the evidence showed him that he wasn't in Asia, he still believed it to the dying day that he discovered Asia rather than America. Number 10, this is absolutely huge, folks. Massive action is key. The destination doesn't really matter sometimes. It's the act of going out there and creating the philosophy that builds the success that's going to get you what you want. Okay, so there's the 10 points that we can take out of Christopher Columbus, folks. So there you have it. He got it all wrong. The earth was much larger than he actually thought and he hit the wrong landmass, hitting the Americas instead of Asia. But he was still one of the most successful people who ever lived. And the reason is that he got out there and he got at it. Now, none of us is likely to be the next Columbo or Columbus. We mightn't even be the next Columbo, for all I know. 
but we have 10 points that I've highlighted if we take massive action that we can build our success upon those. The action is more important than being perfect around the destination. You can always pivot when necessary, but just like Columbus did, never ever give up. That's it for me from another episode of the Speed Mentor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this little journey into the annals of history to see what we can learn from those who've gone before. If you've enjoyed this episode of the Speed Mentor Podcast, why not thank me with a subscription and a review? Look, it's a free resource, folks, and I'm happy to provide that. I just look a little bit in return. Now, don't forget, um, we have the Speed Mentor Retreat coming up on the 18th and 19th of May, where I'll be deep diving with a dozen mentees at the Le Mans Hotel, where we'll spend the weekend knee-deep in secret sauce, cracking the code of success. There's only one space left, Um, with the bonus £500 30-day package of additional mentorship. So get in touch with me quickly through my website or on my social channels if you'd like to create abundance in your life and get that little bonus package that's available to one more person. So what are you going to do today? Set yourself a course to conquer the world like Columbus or smoke a fat cigar like Colombo? As I always say, it's your choice. I'm a man on a mission.